everyone, how are we doing today? It is Friday, October 23rd, and this is my second attempt at recording a live daily financial news. If you attended the first one that went off at 7.30, that audio quality was terrible. So I went ahead and deleted it, and I'm going to take a shot at just recording it. Again, this is live, so it will be this same we will run through because again it's the same set of notes uh it won't be the exact same audio i apologize for that it happened i'm going to watch the first video let me know if the audio quality is better i certainly hope it is first and foremost about this channel about this series the daily financial news comes out usually every day at 7 30 except when there's an audio issue but what we will do is we will talk about money investing and what is going on in the real estate market i'm a real estate investor I've been looking at my market for 20 years, and I am here to talk about it every single day. So uh, as we get started, the first thing we are going to talk about is I was right though talking about Charlie Brown, Lucy, and the football. And then I went ahead and added good old Linus just in case Charlie Brown and Lucy agreed. Uh, it does not look like we will get stimulus before the election. It is all but impossible at this point. We may have a agreement. Uh, but no deal. Uh, then the thing becomes, all right, what happens post-election? Two weeks talking about what they thought about happens post-election. One of the topics was stimulus. General agreement, not right or wrong, just general agreement. If Trump wins, there's a good shot stimulus is done by Christmas. If Trump loses, there's a general opinion that it won't be till late February or maybe even early March. It's something to think about. Uh, next up, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about earnings. Something we talked about on Sunday was there was lots of earnings coming out. First and foremost, just going down the list, we have Seagate. Seagate came out and missed on revenue, hit on earnings per share, uh, but they also raised their dividend and buyback. This has historically been something technology and frankly, lots of companies like to do. But what we need to start to do is realize that buybacks, raising dividends can hurt future development, future engineering. Just look at Intel. Intel also reported today, kind of hit top and bottom lines, but their mix was off. Their growth in their data center is down significantly and their stock is being hurt. Where I bring up in Intel in regards to Seagate is their buybacks. What happened with at Intel is they had been buying back lots of stock over the years. And now there is one to argue that perhaps they should have invested a little bit more because not only is AMD beating them left, right, and center, but now they have the upstart competitor NVIDIA getting into the data center and really growing and taking market share. So this whole uh, buyback stock to raise earnings per share to help executives, probably not the best long-term thing to do a long-term strategy. American Express was an interesting earnings report. They hit top line, missed bottom line by a nickel. Uh, but again, what I was looking for and we talked about over the weekend was what are they gonna say about the consumers? The consumers, what is going on? American Express was the first look at October, right? They talked about it briefly, basically saying, not liking the trend, right? The consumers are backing off. Now, one could argue that American Express is for the 
top of the K-shape recovery, which we have talked about a lot of times. But again, it's it's kind of foreshadowing, right? There was a big consumer spending uptick that I apologize for that. I don't know what happened. I had to hit reconnect. Hopefully you're still there. So we had to watch Mattel for Barbie. We are seeing consumers buy more and more toys for their kids, basically getting them away from screens, which is something I applaud. Uh, and again, we are heading into the hot is Bitcoin. Bitcoin, if you haven't been watching it, doesn't hit your radar. It's actually up 23% month to date. I would call that, I think, maybe been Tuesday uh, when PayPal added it as a means of transactions. Uh, another thing I saw is Paul Tudor Jones came out and said crypto, didn't say Bitcoin, said crypto is the best inflation hedge. I find uh, Paul Tudor Jones is one of the quote unquote old timers, uh, but he is embracing crypto, calling it the best their book. So what is Paul Tudor Jones telling us? He's telling us that he is long crypto. So let's not be confused. The Bill Ackman trade of March or talking about Hilton going to zero and the world is ending. And next thing you know, the guy made a billion dollars because he shorted the stock. That that is That will never sit well with me. But, you know, good for him, I guess. Shake Shack. Uh, Shake Shack, thank you for pressing the like button. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully the sound is better. I recorded one earlier. The sound was terrible, so hopefully this one is better. Shake Shack is out saying that in the next 24 months, they could grow 3x. Think about that. If you're in the Shake Shack stock, you like to hear that. But what does that really tell you? That tells you that the big are getting bigger and the small are getting crushed. Shake Shack grows 3x, has 3x the stores in the U.S. only. Only because mom and pop are dying. Mom and pop are being crushed by the local legislation. They are being crushed by all the rules. And they don't have the financial wherewithal to raise money on Wall Street, sell bonds, and get to the other side. So again, Shake Shack wins at mom and pop hamburger stands losing. I would call that a loss for America. Pulte Homes was interesting. Pulte Group was an interesting stock to watch. They are home builder. Uh, they actually beat top and bottom line. But here's the wrinkle. They lowered or did not talk about Q4 releases. Um, it was less than expected. They're going to deliver less Q4 homes than expected. That is interesting. Is it the cost of lumber? Is it inflation? Is it just being conservative? Do they not have enough ready-made lots? Are they building in the wrong spots? One thing that I am pushing the idea, two things. One is the move from urban to suburbia caught home builders flat-footed. They are building in the wrong areas. Second, the millennials switching from renting to owning has caused the need for entry-level homes, again, catching home builders flat-footed. This will be something that they come around and build to, but it takes time. So it is going to be interesting. We got new data on the mortgage bailout. A couple of things. Note, it is slightly better. 
thousand less people in the mortgage bailout, but still three million people. The biggest takeaway for me as of October 20th is for an extension. That's a whopping 2.4 million people needed more time. Long-term unemployment is real. I believe what will come out of this is very regional-based forbearance requests. Think Las Vegas. Las Vegas has had unnatural rises in single-family homes. I This is going to come home to roost eventually. Uh, but again, pretty interesting. Uh, just saw that there are 10% of renters have zero confidence in paying next month's rent. 10%. Zero confidence. That is frightening. Right now, they are estimating 1.34 million rental units are behind in rent for a total of $7.2 billion, which equates to roughly $5,400 a unit. That is significant, and that is, uh, that is going to be something for all of us to work out as we go into next year. Next up, we have GAP coming out and really changing the retail landscape. I believe GAP is leading by example, and GAP, GAP is something other retailers are going to have to look at. First and foremost, GAP is closing stores. No big deal there. But they are opening standalone Gap stores. They are getting away from the mall. Think about that. A retailer leaving the mall. That is interesting. They are also going uh, to embrace e-commerce. Uh, and, and again, off-mall retail is game-changing. This is something that is going to be interesting, right? Future, so very interesting. Uh, and then lastly... Redfin CEO comes out and says, we have insane, insane, his word, not mine, insane demand for homes. And yeah, yesterday we talked about it. Nationally, our prices are up roughly 15% nationally. Every region, Northeast, South, Midwest, West, up double digits last throughout the year and into the first half of next year. This is, this is going to be interesting. How fast can prices go up? Are our prices going up too fast? Do we have too much dominance on FHA buyers? These are all things that we are going to have to watch out. So hopefully the quality of this video was better. I apologize for the first one. I've already deleted it like it never happened. This channel is for you. We talk money. We talk investing. We talk real estate. This is your daily financial news. Go ahead, give me a thumbs up. And if this is your first time to the channel, go ahead and hit uh, this subscribe subscribe button. Have a wonderful day and 